welcome to the second episode of season two. It's me, Sporganite, here again to talk to you about a project that I mentioned a few times in season one. Um, I mentioned it a lot in my Magnum Opus podcast that um, Minion and I did together. Um, This is a project that originally started with 10 Inner Circle Cenobium Knights and rapidly grew into a project uh, comparable only by size to a legion you know it it became its own yeah its own life force of my hobby um it became the the big focus of my hobby for a long time um throughout summer last year through winter last year um you know and even you know sort of march to august this year i've been adding to it still you know even taking stuff and adding it that i would never have expected to add you know and uh, uh, you know of course you you've read the title you know what this episode's about it is the solar marines the dark angels the the force that i uh, yeah just started with 10 terminator models from minion and it's grown into this collection that i just can't I, I wouldn't have been able to fathom it when I started uh, Dark Angels. That's that's for certain. Um, obviously, it, you know it's grown into its its own. I'm very happy with where it's grown into. The only trouble that I have is Croydon and um, Minion and, and Yarl. Yarl not so much, but my 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 friends around me they don't have anything comparable. Uh, in size you know and obviously we, we play on a six by four usually so you know i'm never gonna have the chance to field it all but at the same time you know i just want one of those games you know the ones that you and your community will talk about forever you know it's one that it's a game that's remembered absolutely forever you know you remember all the details you remember oh you, you know this the lion went up against 30 marines you know two units of one of 20 man and one of 10 man and there was power fists and stuff and the lion managed to slay all of the enemies and you know just the epic stories that you get you know that every warhammer hobbyist and if you're listening to this podcast you know i'm only going to assume you are a warhammer hobbyist or at least you have some knowledge of the universe and some interest in it um obviously you know if you don't then welcome obviously this is what i'm I'm rambling about this is what all my episodes have been about is my love and my uh, community's love for um for the hobby you know and uh, yeah the solar marines so it started uh as, as i've said with 10 terminators it's grown massively since then originally the rule was going to be no d weapons that stayed for quite a while to be fair um we we had the glaive i started with a glaive that was something that was absolutely awesome to have because i've loved that volkite weapon since the moment i first laid eyes on it um i've also added in a fell blade um yeah yeah i've got far too much um to be able to recall it all off the top of my head i know i've got like all the four drill big things you know thunderhawk stormbird mastodon um glaive fell blade um all the four drilled kits that you know are the lords of war pretty much apart from the, apart from the falchion uh, that was one that i didn't i didn't want to get you know the i think it's the twin linked volcano cannon i wasn't particularly too interested in that purely because if i'm going to take a volcano cannon you 
you know, you're betting your money that it's going to be on a warlord. You know, why would I want to take it on anything else? Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've been able to add in, you know, now I've got 20 interrupters, I've got, you know, 20 heavy bolters, I've got plasma guns coming out my ears, I've got plasma cannons coming out my ears, you know, I did, I did that squad of 10 um, plasma cannon dudes, all of them the same pose from the Dark Vengeance, just because that plasma cannon had its own Dark Angels iconography on it. I know obviously they're technically not in the right armour, but the community I play with as a whole generally don't mind, um, you know, if if it's got a cool reason behind it, you know, uh, to me that's a cool enough reason that, you know, I wanted 10 of the same model because that, Vulc uh, that uh, plasma cannon had the Dark Angels iconography on it, it had the extra details that made it, you know, to be more Dark Angels-y than a normal plasma cannon. Obviously this uh, this new edition we've now got Mark VI or Beaky Marines. Um, I've sort of stayed away from wanting them purely because they are fractionally taller um, than the Marines that I've already got. I don't want them standing out, you know. Mark VI isn't a power armor for me, you know. I, I prefer the Mark III. Mark II, if they ever did that in plastics, you know, like I've got my fingers and toes crossed right now that, you know, we'll get plastic Mark II Marines because that would just be absolutely epic, you know. The the um, the Mark I Marines for Dark Angels would be like a dream come true, but I know where my limits lie of asking Games Workshop, you know, to throw us a bone and uh, do something like awesome um you know the, the the mark six yeah it's cool the only problem i've got is the fact that the special weapons and the heavy weapons only fit on the mark six now I'd, i've not seen whether or not there's any conversions out there that you can do to make it fit on the other mark armors um obviously uh, you know i've just seen that the promotional stuff says you know it fits to the mark six marines so i've sort of not touched it i've not had the ability to be able to play around and you know see if they could actually fit onto mark threes or even mark fours you know so yeah, I I personally haven't got any of the new plastic stuff for the um, basically for the troops. Uh, what I do have is I have the new Predator tank. I have two Sikarans, the two plastic Sikarans. I've got in um, I think three rhinos, three plastic rhinos now, which is absolutely brilliant. You know, the plastic stuff that's coming out is is fantastic. You know, I'm glad they are doing it in plastic, and I'm glad that the Heresy is getting the attention that it deserves in plastic, in my opinion. You know. Um, at the same time, I want more troops. I want the the assault squads. I want the knowledge that they're going to do breaches. They're going to do stuff that you know has originally just been in resin. I want the ability to be able to forward plan. You know, I don't want to go to Forge World and think, oh, actually, I want to get, I want to go and get some, um, you know, assault squads in resin because I want assault squads, but I don't want to have to pay for them in resin and have the whole dealing with resin you know i've dealt with a lot of resin you know, i've got 11 titans you know i've got the manta i've got the thunderhawk stormbird you know i don't want to have to deal with resin if they're going to do plastic in six months or even a year's time you know i will wait i'm in no rush um my hobby you know i've, I've done it such a long time waiting an extra six twelve eighteen even months is nothing you know on me um so i just i would and i was talking to this um with the Yarl. i was talking to him and saying you know it would be so cool for them to just put a post on the warhammer community website where they just go right this is the roadmap you know we are planning on releasing plastic breaches in june 2023 and it's like fantastic i know that you know awesome i'm not gonna rush you know even if they then say you know come may 
next year in 2023 they say oh actually no we're, we're delaying it for a little bit because of x y and z you know we've not had the ability to be able to package them you know and stuff like that um so yeah i was we were just talking how cool that would be you know they gave us a roadmap for the 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 rules the pdfs and the the content that they're going to be releasing to be able to field things like the custodes i will say i am so glad that i didn't just have a custodies army for heresy because there was a point when i did just have a custodies army um you know i would have been very disappointed if i just had my custodies army still because i wouldn't be able to play you know i can't believe they released a new edition in when was it uh you know july august this year and we still don't have rules for you know the the solar auxilia or the custodies you know two huge armies in the law and we don't have any rules for them you know and demons that you know i know demons came into the heresy later you know obviously demons were involved in the law a lot but they obviously came in to the battles and stuff later on in the heresy you know after horus had fallen and stuff um obviously they still manifested and stuff with the word bearers and all that sort of the side of it but in battles they weren't prominent until towards the end of the heresy and obviously in the siege of terror spoilers if you haven't read echoes of eternity and things like that that i'm going to talk about it right now um so you know if, if you want to just skip ahead um I'll, I'll try and talk about it up until 10 minutes exactly on this recording um so go yeah so obviously in um the solar uh, in echoes of eternity you have the demons you have things like that um you know you have Cabanda, which we got a pdf rules for him but that's absolutely uh, to me i'm like well why is he now a lord of war it he was a hq before and it was so cool that you could build this awesome army and you know it wouldn't cause any problems with you know having different models as your hq you know Cabanda as your hq was it was awesome you know and that was in horus heresy 1.0 but why have we still not got rules for demons it's you know we're sort of three or four months into new heresy 2.0 you know everyone's pushing this heresy and i get i get the marketing side of it i get where games workshop are coming from with this whole it's marines versus marines which is brilliant but what i think they should have done is the mech the solar auxilia the custodies the demons the all the tertiary forces because your, your primary force is going to be the marines okay the secondary force is then going to be the potential of an allied marine or something you know your lords of war maybe your titans things like that that if they'd have done those together you know maybe not the titans together but you get what i'm saying like you know they they do the the main army marines and then do all the secondary and tertiary armies together you know release the mech release the demons release the custodies all in one go why make us wait months and months for it you know uh, anyway now i'm not going to get into a ramble you know i'm, I'm on the uh, the the solar marines the the dark angels you know i've just um just this week in fact completed a commission for a customer where i painted up uh, the lion lionel johnson my third uh, lion model because obviously i've got my two one with each weapon and then this one and you know it just reinvigorated my love for this legion you know black is i said this in the very first podcast i did about the the solar marines black is a notoriously difficult color to paint okay whether you spray them black and then edge highlight or spray them black then abaddon black or whether you know you use a contrast paint you know it's dealer's choice really but to me my dark angels the way i've done them you know they're simple quick easy fieldable 
you know you can play with them quite quickly okay um, and it was something I was talking to, to one a person in my community about you know I don't want to be painting models to an extent where I, I'm scared to move them on the table for fear of chipping the paint or for fear of you know smudging it or you know, just causing a damage to the model because of the paint level you know I've got models that are on display you know I've got all the Primarchs on display uh, in, my, in my house you know um, Croydon as the best fiance that she is she has allowed me to put models on display you know in the bookcases and things like that underneath the Horus Heresy books next to the Primark books things like that but at the same time all of those are still playable models you know apart from maybe Sanguinius um, purely because of the diorama base and you know he just he's perhaps too precious to me um, you know but all of the others are uh, gaming pieces you know so they are painted to a level where they are acceptable on the tabletop and not you know do not touch this model okay um and you know the lions that i've got are no different but painting this this third one to a higher level the customer asked for it to be a higher level so that it could sit on his display case you know it just made me go actually that's what i want to be focusing on um if i'm not going to be able to be gaming soon um, you know because Minion and I, you know, we've been talking about it and we, we've hardly seen each other this year. I've seen him probably less than 10 times. And for reference, I'm recording this on um, in October, the start of October, you know, so it's, yeah, it means that I've not had the chance to be able to game. One thing we have been gaming a lot of um, in the meantime is Aeronautica, you know, the skirmish games, things like Necromunda. We've been looking a lot at that. And I, in the year that I've not been recording podcasts, I, I've built a Necromunda board. And one of the episodes will be about that Necromunda board because I absolutely loved doing that it was something that you know it, it reinvigorated my love for scenery for building a, a board that can have its own mechanic and you can think oh actually well if you stood there you can be seen from here 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 and here you know the Hive City um, hab blocks were perfect for that but I won't go into it today because as I say still on the uh, the solar legion um, basically I also got the um, the solar legion out i got them out on my garden table i put them all out and you couldn't see much garden table left you know the mastodon is a huge footprint the two um the two glaive chassis the uh, fell blade and the glaive they are also a huge footprint then the thunderhawk and the stormbird as well you know they're the two biggest flyers from um forge world and you know they yeah they look epic next to each other but the reason in fact um the reason I got the Thunderhawk was because uh, Croydon and I were out and we visited a, a third party um, somewhere um, in Cornwall and um, if you're listening obviously you'll remember the conversation um, but the the shop owner actually said to me that the Thunderhawk and the Stormbird are very comparable in size um, the models wise and I thought well, I don't think they are you know I've got the Stormbird at the time I had the Stormbird and I, I said to Croydon you know I'm actually quite curious as to whether they are, you know, and in Forge when you go at Warhammer World, you'll see them in the cabinet near to each other, but you can't physically get them both out and, you know, compare from above. So I thought, well, that was a good enough reason as any to uh, to actually get the Thunderhawk. So I got it, built it up, painted it, compared and went, actually, the Thunderhawk's long and thin, whereas the, the Stormbird's, you know, long and fat basically like a big triangle and yeah but you know I, I wanted a Thunderhawk and I said this to, to Minion we were supposed to have like a deal when one of us got a Thunderhawk the other one had to get one at the same time so we could build paint and do it together um, because he wanted to use his as a Grey Knight one um, because I think in 6th edition maybe even earlier but I think 6th edition uh, apparently the Thunderhawk um, 
the Grey Knight Thunderhawk was incredibly good, um, but I don't, I can't attest to that because I, I didn't play 40k back then. Uh, I was solely on the Middle Earth, um, the train for Middle Earth, and uh, that's also something, you know. This season, hard. Oh, there's there are so many episodes to come, you know. Um, I'm so excited for you to be able to to hear what we've been up to. Um, there's been a lot, you know, and we'll we will be making a, a very big effort this year to be able to get the rest of season two done before the end of the year you know so then we've had two seasons for two years basically i started this last year so you know um watch this space as i say episode two um is about the dark angels the next one um i'm gonna do it on the necromunda board um and yeah we'll take it from there so thank you so much for listening um i hope you have a wonderful day evening afternoon morning whenever you're listening to this i I, you know i hope your day's great take care and bye bye